Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Today, Harold's World Milk Day. And it's been a staple of the Irish diet for years and years. But have the millennial fads and food habits changed things in recent times? Or is milk still as popular as ever? We're going to talk to dietary, um, the registered dietitian Sarah Kyo about the dietary side of milk in a few moments. But Shannon Porter, who runs the Milk Bar in Donegal, is with us here on Lunchtime Live today. Shannon, you might tell us a little bit about the Milk Bar, first of all. Um, I started the Milk Bar back in the 24th of September, so I'm not even a year open yet. Um, so basically I have set up a milk vending machine here in Christy Donegal at the home farm. And um, I put in a dispensary unit, basically a vending machine, so the customer themselves can bring any, um, like a jug or something, or they can buy a bottle from myself. And they can bring this bottle and fill it up each time um, as myself with whole milk. Uh, so the fresh, the milk is as fresh as possible. It gets as it's just um, literally been pasteurized from the cows straight away that morning or evening and is uh, available to the customer that day. Why did you set it up, Shannon? Um, I've seen a market there for it and I've been drinking like raw milk, I suppose, my whole childhood since I've been brought up. Uh, grown up and um, it's, it's the milk is completely different to what you get in the supermarket. Uh, you get that natural layer of cream on top. Um, so I knew it was different and I seen a big, a good opportunity for it. Um, I just want to get people to realize where the product's coming from. Um, like when we were setting up, my dad wanted me to put it in a, a local town thinking you get more customers and all from there. And I was like, Daddy, I want my customer to see where their milk's coming from. So mine, my vending machine is set up on the home farm and it's been absolutely amazing. I have had been able to have a great opportunity to be able to do school trips and everything. Yeah. So I literally have been taking the kids out around the farm. I've literally shown them from a calf being born to the calves. They've been an opportunity to get in close to the calves, feed them. They've, they see where the cows get milked, where the milk goes to the bulk tank. They then get to see the process of where my milk has been pasteurized and they get at the very end of the trip, they get the final product of the milk. So it's great for them to see that life cycle of the milk because mm. a lot of kids nowadays don't know where the milk comes from. They don't know where the food comes from. So it's great to be able to get that opportunity to educate kids where the milk is actually coming from. But like, it's funny though, you know, I suppose attitudes towards milk have kind of changed and you know trends have changed like I know when when I'm ordering a coffee like I'll probably order it with a low-fat milk or a semi-skimmed milk or something some, something <laughs> like that. that yeah I know I know but it, it's it's funny because I'm I'm just it's I the I am I'm not a, a major milk or or, or or egg fan I think I had a bad experience uh, as a child or something and I've just it's turned me yeah. off completely but I you know it's fun like you do like everything now it's oat milk if you're in a coffee shop, yeah. everybody's on the the almond milk, and you know, like, do, do you? Yes, s- I know. What's know. the reaction been like, so Shannon, to you with this? Well, I actually have two coffee shops at the moment that has actually taken my milk, and um, one of my customers now said to me, he says one of his customers came. I was chatting to another colleague or something. He says, "I'm scared to ask, but have you changed your coffee or something?" And he says, "No, I haven't changed nothing." He says, "Like it's so much nicer. It's because the milk, the milk." It's like so much easier to froth and it's such a creamier coffee that they're drinking. 
that they've noticed such a difference in the coffees is unbelievable. And they're actually even noticing such a difference in not as much plastic being, like their bins being filled as much with plastic. Okay. Um, our milk's not pasteurized to the extent of supermarket milk and there's nothing added to it as yeah. natural as it can be. Okay. Well, listen, thanks a million, um, Shannon, for joining us on the programme today. Shannon Porter, who runs the milk bar there in uh, in County Donegal. Sarah Kyo, who's a dietitian, is with us on the programme as well. Sarah, have you noticed changing trends in terms of our approach and consumption of milk here? Definitely. I mean, we're we're certainly seeing what you were saying about, you know, seeing the oat milk in the coffee shops and all the rest. There's definitely lots of people trying out other kinds of milk and moving away from the dairy as well. Um, but in saying that, it's still the vast majority of people that I'm working with are still, you know, they like their milk um, and are still very happy to use it. Is it a generational thing? Very much so. Um, I know when I'm kind of doing talks in workplaces or anything like that, you know, it's it's really the under 35s where I'm really seeing um, this move away from milk. And, you know, sometimes it's people want to move on to a plant-based diet, but I find a lot of it is to misinformation about kind of dairy um, and I think lack of knowledge sometimes as well about kind of the nutrients that are there. So, you know, I think there's a, you know, if you go on to Instagram or something like that, mm. or some, there's often a bit of misinformation about these things with it. And I think sometimes people get scared about milk or dairy when they really don't need to be. Like the, the scientific evidence that we have is telling us that they're, you know, really good nutritious food. It's not causing cancer. It's not any of those kind of myths that are out there. So, like, how much do you need in terms of just for calcium levels? Well, if you're if you're looking for calcium from milk, you're looking um, so from kind of dairy. We'd often talk about cheese and yogurt in there as well. So we need about eight hundred milligrams of calcium a day. So if you get three servings from milk and yogurt and cheese, that will cover you. If you're a teenager, you need five. Um, but that's like about 200 mils of milk or milk over your breakfast cereal. Um, or if you do like your milky coffees, they're going to be half milk. So kind of two lattes will, will cover you for a glass or a pot of yogurt or about 30 grams of cheese would do that. And that, that'll plenty cover you for your calcium. So, so milk in your tea and milk in your coffee, that qualifies? It, it adds up. Now, it depends on how much. You know, I'd put about half a drop, so it wouldn't really count for me. But if someone is having like half a cup with milk in it, then yeah, that would be a big contributor mm. there as well. Um, and I think we look at calcium in dairy, but I find what a lot of us don't realise is that, you know, dairy is a big source of our iodine in our diet as well. And we need that for healthy thyroid, um, you know, and you know, even for brain development during pregnancy. And what we do find with some of the plant-based milks is while they'll often have calcium added, um, it's less common to see the iodine. So a lot of people might be missing out on that as well. So I think we need to always look beyond sort of just calcium as well when we look at the dairy. So are a lot of people then, Sarah, in your opinion, they're opting for, you know, the, the other alternatives that are out there and it's down to just misinformation and the fact that maybe there's a, a level of popularity around it? Well, a lot of the questions like um, that would come up would be people really having read things that are just incorrect about dairy. And I mean, some people are allergic and they can't have it. Some mm. people want to look at fully plant-based and that's fine too. But what I would hear is people, a really strong idea that it causes cancer. And we know from really big studies is that not only does dairy not cause cancer, but we actually see reduced um, cancer in people taking milk and cheese and yogurt. And I know when I say that in a seminar, people, a lot of people are like, that can't be right. But it actually is. We, you know, we see that particularly around colon cancer. We see that benefit there. Like if you're somebody who just 
doesn't like milk, you know, and and it's the taste of it. And I and I mentioned there with Shannon a few moments ago. Like I just rem- I remember we used to have cartons of milk in school, and they'd sit outside the classroom, and you'd go out and collect them and bring them in on a sunny day. And I, I still can remember that and the smell of that even even now to this day. <laughs> but like there, there there does seem there's a lot more alternatives, I suppose, out there. Are there ones that in particular you recommend? To be honest, the when we look at the nutrition from dairy, um, when we have alternatives, they're generally, and certainly up till recently, would be just something else to sort of pour on your cornflakes. Nutritionally, they don't match. So that's one thing to watch. So, you know, with, say, the plant-based milks, you have to make sure they've calcium added, not all of them kind of do. Um, as I said, a lot of them wouldn't have the iodine. You know, certainly B12 levels are lower and so on. So the, the sweep of nutrition that we get from milk is not usually in the plant-based milks. Now it's changing, but they are all again sort of added from that. And they can be fine. And, you know, we've lots of people who are, say, allergic to dairy who would use things like a calcium-fortified soy milk. Um, But I think if you can take dairy, you know, go for it. There's no reason to be afraid of it or to step away from it. And, you know, I'm on Instagram at Sarah KioRD and I put a lot of information up there about kind of nutrition myths. And a lot of that would be dairy. And that's one that comes up over and over again is people scared of it. And, you know, there's no nutrition reason to leave dairy or to go on to any of the other milks. It's, it's a really nice, healthy food. Stay with us, Sarah, if you don't mind. If George on the line as well, actually. George, are you a, a fan of, are you a, a, a big milk fan? Hi, hi, hi. Um, good afternoon. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was listening to, to, the, to the article. Um, and I guess I grew up, um, I'm in my 50s now, but I grew up um, and having, you know, raw milk and fresh milk was, was very common growing up. Um I guess more recently, uh, I've, 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 you know, changed views slightly in, in that, you know, we have to remember you know, we're the only species that drink another species' milk, um, and that may be why we do have some of the allergies and things that crop up. So, I mean, I, I'm drinking less fresh milk. Um, I, I think I was getting um, a skin rash that might be associated with that, so I'm, I'm not drinking as much milk, and if I do, it's, it's, it's some of the other plant-based options. So it was just a, it wasn't. Um, a yay or an a comment. It was just uh, another way of looking at it in terms of dietary, you know, a diet of of, of milk um, is not necessarily for everybody. And, and, you know, we are the only species that choose to drink another species milk that's designed to get a calf up and running, right. not, not a small human. Is, so it's just a different way of looking at it. Is that common, Sarah? Quite. Well, just uh, when um, George was talking about the, like his uh, skin allergy and, you know, is that is like is that something that you would get many questions about from people? I know you mentioned your Instagram page. Well, the skin rashes come up a lot, but I mean they can be have millions of causes, um, and more often it would be contact dermatitis. Or I work with the Celiac Society, so people might have a dermatitis herpetiformis caused by gluten. Um, and what I find very often with dairy, it's the first thing that gets blamed for everything. And, you know, it's no harm if someone wants to try that. But I'd find, I mean, what we do know in adults, that actually cow's milk allergy is very rare in adults. You'll see it more often in children with if they have an immature immune system. But most, say, children who have dairy allergies will grow out of them, usually by the age of eight. Okay. So it's unusual to see it in adults. Now, it's definitely there. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact that some people might have a dairy allergy doesn't mean everyone should stop taking milk in the same way as the fact that some people have a peanut allergy doesn't mean everyone should stop eating peanuts. You know, and you know, I think the fact that we're the only animal that drinks another animal's milk doesn't make milk bad for us.
you know, we're the only animal to wear clothes and take antibiotics, you know. I think we can look at all of those things, but we look at the nutrients that are in the milk and the benefits that are there. And I've said plenty of people can get by without it and do. It's not an essential thing for people mm. to eat, but I don't think we need to be worried about it or scared. Karen and Nace is wondering as well, Sarah, can you drink too much milk? She says she loves it, loves cheese, but she feels she's <laughs> on the wrong track. Well, I mean, there's some studies that show if you're actually taking right extraordinarily high levels of calcium, now not necessarily milk, it can be coming from other sources, that that can be an issue. But, you know, in those studies, you're looking at getting like 4,000 milligrams of calcium a day. So I wouldn't be worried about it. I've never met anyone coming across that. So I think if you're kind of you know, probably up to about five or six servings a day, I think you're still going to be okay with yeah. that. There's another text in from a listener who's who's asking, whatever happened to the glass of milk on the the uh, on the restaurant menu? <laughs> well, do you know what? I have, we're, we're big milk drinkers in my house and it's the funniest thing that we go out to restaurants and my kids ask for a glass of milk. You actually get a double take from staff. Yeah, but it, it's the funniest thing. Staff are like, well, milk, really? Yeah. Um, but it's there, it's available. It might not be, you know, advertised, but yeah. it's definitely available to get milk if you want it. Sarah Kyo, registered dietitian. You can get more from Sarah as well, as she mentioned, on her Instagram page too. That is at Sarah Kyo RD and Shannon Porter from the Milk Bar in County Donegal. George too, thanks a million for joining us on the programme today at lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That is the email address if you do want to get in touch with us. Uh, we're going to be talking about what is wrong with our public transport services next. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.